calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons we found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, this is Lee. We just wanted to give everyone a heads up before diving into the episode. We had a very upbeat and humorous discussion with Maggie about her experiences, but her story is centered on conversations about teenage sexual trauma and abuse. So we just wanted to let everyone know before diving into the episode, Maggie talks about her experiences through humor. So we had a really fun time recording the episode, but we know that it might not be for everyone. So we just wanted to give everyone a little heads up before we jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Les Hangout, the podcast where, girl, you belong to me. I got the recipe and it's called Black Magic. <laughs> I never oh, know. my backup vocals? <laughs> oh, sorry. Get on and it. It's called Black Magic. There you go. Thank you. I figured I could rely on you. I was so trusting. <laughs> I was just um, thinking like, there's so many songs that you could have done for a magic intro. But Black Listen, Magic it was is a, a really tough. It was a tough call uh, to pick one. I went through a lot of like which song. Oh my god! Yes. I already have. So, I have. I have one magic to do just for you from from Pippin. Just a little oh, bit of it. Amazing. Amazing. We're gonna do like a bonus episode that's just all. This of just the all the witch songs. Songs. Yes, episode. absolutely. I've been having yes. like a big Fleetwood Mac time. So like Rhiannon. I Rhiannon like, was high on my list. I'll be honest. Yes. Stevie yeah. Nicks yeah, yeah. is a witch. Mm-hmm. We all know this. Oh, absolutely. But yes, great intro. Charlie, great intro. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We want to talk to all of you about our Trova trip to Croatia. We are really excited. We are putting on a Gay trip to Croatia, September 21st through the 27th. We cannot wait to hang out with the 13 of you who have already booked your spots. And we do have five left. If you're having FOMO, you can still join at bit.ly slash Croatia. And the last date for you to sign up for that is on July 23rd. 
We also want to remind everyone that in season six, we have started releasing monthly bonus episodes for all of our Patreon supporters. We have released, I think, eight of those already. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our last one came out on the classic Almost Adults. Our next one's going to be coming up in two weeks on April 24th. We are going to be talking about loving Annabelle. So I'm going to suggest people don't miss that. Oh, my God. What a film. Honestly, had so many feelings about that when I saw it for the first time in college. I know some of our patrons are like, don't even do it, which is cracking me up. But you know what? We're going to have fun with it. So check it out. We're going to have a blast. So if you want to catch that and all of our other bonus Patreon episodes, you can join at any level. You can find our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. In the Greater Les Universe, Boy Genius just released a new album. It is super queer and super great. So check it out. In less happy oh God. Les Universe news, Showtime has removed L Word Generation Q from streaming. Just like which... how much can stream? Like you thought that streaming services sucked before and they're like, yeah, actually, we don't want to even pay residuals for this it's sh- for your show. So we're going to cut wild. it completely. Well, and they and, basically yeah. said you can pay for it. That's what they said. They it's responded insane. like, oh, if you want, you can buy it on Amazon. Like, what the hell? Absolutely wild. So, yeah, that puts a real damper on my plan to finally ever finish Generation Q, which I haven't done yet. Never so will. I'll figure it out. Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies came out last week. I have not seen the first episode yet, but this is a series that I am so pumped about. Do you, Are you a fan I- of Grease, Lee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're more excited than I am, but yeah. I just like, Grease was one of my favorite musicals ever. Like, when I was like six years old, I would watch it and I would like do all the dances and do all, like me and my sister would just like sing in my room to Grease. I have a pink lady's jacket. Of course you do. Like. Of course you do. This is, and it's going to have some gay shit in it. So like, this is my moment. I'm super excited for that. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And we are so excited to bring you episode 17 of season six, Witch Please. And we are joined <laughs> by a very special guest today. Yeah. <laughs> You've heard her a little bit already. Um, we are thrilled to have with us Maggie Lally, uh, or Lalay, who is a stand-up comic <laughs> and musical comedian living in New York. She's the writer and performer of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival hit Sex Witch the Musical, a comedy show chronicling her journey in a two-person teen witch magic sex cult. Incredible. Yes. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited thanks <laughs> we're off to a amazing. great start yeah we're off yes. to a really wonderful start we're in the zone i love it yes i mean any episode that starts with sex switch yes <laughs> yes <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's it yeah that's it's it's just quite like the title the when when the yes. title came to me, I'm like, yes, that's it. That's <laughs> it. It's the same. Um, and you know why it's you know why it's perfect? Because literally, like we got the the email in our inbox and it was like an immediate just like forwarding to our production assistant, just being like, This checks all of the boxes. Yes. yes. Yeah. See, that's so great. You're because excellent. when I email, you know, proposing sex switch the musical to a venue or something like that, I'm always like, Is this gonna go to spam? Like, this is gonna get <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're gonna, like flag, they're gonna flag, put, flag. They're gonna <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, did it go to spit? I 
honestly, if I ever get like a rejection surrounding sex with the musical, I'm like, it was spammed. It was in, it was, it had to have been, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how did the name come to you? How did the name come to me? So, you know, it is the story of my time as a teenage witch. And this was my experience with another girl. And we were teen witches together. And, and this is, sorry, this is a real life experience. This is a real life experience. Okay. It's too real. It's just too, <laughs> it's, it's all real. And uh, yeah, it's a crazy, crazy story. So originally I called it uh, Cold Blooded Witch, colon, the sex musical exclamation point. I love punctuation. Um, <laughs> yeah, so cool. I, Classic. I originally called it that when I first did it uh, in 2019 at the pit in New York City, the People's Improv Theater. And uh, I was like, oh, that kind of sort of captures the her her vibe because she kind of had a darkness. She was kind of like a, a an evil. <laughs> we might we might call her. her we might call now, her. An, her is an evil Bethany witch in the an show. Evil witch. Right? And I, let's that... say I'm the, sorry. What did you say? Is her is is who you refer to as Bethany? That's in the show. correct. That correct, Bethany, okay. and that is not her real name because okay. we want to protect her. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we want to protect the evil witch. We like must it's okay. yeah, hashtag, hashtag <laughs> justice for Bethany. Justice okay. for Bethany. Right, she's the real victim. Sure. <laughs> so, so anyway, so I originally called it Cold Blooded Witch to be like that's her, right? And then it's like to sort of give you an idea that there's some sexy stuff involved. I added the sex musical, but then when I took the show to Edinburgh Fringe, I was like, cold-blooded witch, the sex musical. It's not really, it's not quite rolling off the tongue. (laughs) It's just a very long name. It's a lot of words. So I was like, you know what? Let me shorten it to sex witch, the musical. And then I remember when I was doing the show at Fringe, you have to flyer. And I was in this like crazy kooky dress flyering all around Edinburgh. And I was like, do you like sex and witches? Do you like sex and witches? People were like, yes, yes. And so I figured yes, that. Yes, yes. I was like, so That's this it. is this is working. So now I'm like, I got to get merch, you know, sex witch merch and stuff like that. So I'm in the process of, of you know, organizing my merch. Um, but yeah, so that's how the, the name officially became Sex Witch the Musical. Amazing. Yeah. I This is like such a stupid place to start. But do you ever have <laughs> trouble? Because we find like even, listen, let's hang out. Like we can't buy ads on social media oh, sites because like place, like they'll reject us. Like Facebook will be like, mm, Les is a slur. And we're like, wow. it's really not actually. That feels offensive. But but like we can't promote shit all the time. Wow. And like, or with the flame, like we couldn't get a bunch of stuff promoted, even just if it has like the word uh, lesbian you know, like, in it. LGBT. Yeah, yeah like yeah. lesbian musical and stuff like have you been able to to like actually put ads in places well it it honestly does depend because the word sex i mean just sex itself i'm like i mean i'm (sighs) gasping already (laughs) i know i'm like already offending the host you know yeah i I have pearls and they are being clutched (laughs) always wears pearls yeah, yeah, for all I've of you who've been listening for six week. years, God. she always is in pearls. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I mean, it's a vibe. That's it's a look, hilarious. And know? well, listen on TikTok, men's pants and pearls. I have to. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on TikTok, you know, I have to be like sex, you know, with the G's mm, and nice. the S's, yeah, yeah. and everyone's like, "What is a sex witch?" Like, you know, <laughs> on on Instagram, it's fine. On Facebook, it's a little weird. Facebook flags a lot of stuff, and I'm just like, "What is your problem?" You know, just yep, help me yeah. promote. So I definitely think there's. I don't. I don't have a lot of trouble. It, 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 you know, it's app to app app to app struggles, I think. So sometimes they'll like flag it and I 
I can't promote it or I have to kind of, you know, go toward the teen witch story more than like the sex part of it. And then it's like a little I mean, more accessible I, for, I like know. Sabrina. Yeah, exactly. Because Sabrina is a little kind of in there a little bit. Yeah. Sabrina the sex witch. Sabrina the sex witch. Right. So, yeah. So I definitely kind of adjust the terminology depending on what app I'm on, <laughs> of course. So can you actually just walk us through really quickly before we dive super in? Yeah. What like is the story? <laughs> oh, my God. What is this, an- this, this short story? synopsis of oh my God. this musical? Where do I even begin? Quick synopsis. When I was, okay, so I grew up in New York City. I went to Catholic school. I was, you know, I was in Catholic girls' school, all of that stuff. I grew up in Harlem, rent-controlled apartment. So I'm a city girl, New York City. Didn't realize mm-hmm. it was New York City till I was like 15. Because then I, I was like, oh, this bus goes downtown. You know, I had no idea <laughs> that I was in a big city. So uh, this girl moved to, to New York from Albania when I was in eighth grade. I befriended her, Bethany, we'll call her. And she was super Bethany, cool. the Albanian. Bethany, yep. And okay. um, I, I want to be clear that I don't assume that all Albanian people are teenage, were teenage sex, which, you know, that was very specific to her. To her. I want to yeah. be clear about that. And that's like a little joke I have in the show. I'm like, please don't be offended. If I, I want you here. I do not. Because one time I did the show and um, an Albanian, a lovely Albanian couple came up to me after and they were like, we're so sorry on behalf of our <laughs> on behalf of all of us. <laughs> Literally, I was like, oh my yeah. God, I hope you enjoy the show. Anyway, um, they're like sort of ceremonially <laughs> folding a flag up for yes. you. They're like, <laughs> they literally were so apologetic. It was very sweet. So she moved from Albania to New York City. Uh, we became friends, very fast friends. We were friends for like six months. And we were just had a, you know, when you meet a friend and you're like 13 and you just have like a rapport and you're like, I'm obsessed with you. You're my best friend. Do you mean when you're gay and 13? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, sure. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm obsessed with you. You're like so hot. She was sexually experienced. I had done absolutely nothing. I, I was very innocent. I was. Wait, she was, she was 13 too? She was, she was 14. So like oh, okay. cougar, sure. um, kind of, you know, a little cougar, bit. <laughs> yes. A little bit of like crazy cookie cougar. Um, yeah, milf, milf energy at 14. Milf energy, <laughs> yes. So I was like, I'm obsessed with you. And um, we became just like very close. You know, she she was my first kiss. She taught me how to kiss, all of this stuff, whatever. Eventually, she confessed this thing. I'm on Halloween night. I'm of course. Because by the way, the reason the way that I've reconstructed this story um, is through my teenage journals which I kept so I was such a writer you know I was like I have like books and books and books and books chronicling this whole thing so I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this really short synopsis as it's turned out to be <laughs> like 30 it's minutes fine. later what is no about? honestly actually now I'm like actually tell the whole story for two hours <laughs> yeah, please so <laughs> so basically I I reconstructed this whole you know tale from these journals because I forgot a lot of it and I didn't revisit for years because I was like so freaked out by the whole thing. But we became friends six months into our relationship. She was like, by the way, you know, I'm a witch. I was like, duh. Oh my God. Like, that's amazing. And she goes, by the way, this is like top secret, but so are you. I was like, I, I knew it. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I fucking knew it. I've like, always known so I was classic. a witch. And, yep. and I was a very, you know, innocent girl. I was a performer. I was in theater. I was like, I was very imaginative. So, and I also grew up Catholic. So I was like, there's no way that, you know, Jesus is real. 
uh, and like she's uh, like she's definitely a witch. If Jesus is real, she's a witch. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's no way yeah. um, <laughs> that she's lying. It just couldn't. This be. tracks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, she told me she's like, look, I am able to buy locate, and that's like my thing. And <laughs> wait, sorry. Like, can you clarify what that means? Totally. So she was like, look, I live in this universe, but there is a parallel universe that I live in full time as a witch. And if you train with me as like an amateur witch and you listen to what I have to say and all this stuff, you too will be able to bilocate at some point and you will be able to live in what you call the house. You will be able to live there full time and also live your earth life, but you will be able to live in the house. Now, this is like how Scientology started. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) She just needed to fundraise a little more. I I really think she could have gone somewhere. It's so funny you say that because in in the show, I have this joke where I'm like, what kind of friend would I have been if I had abandoned her when she's just trying to get her cult off the ground? Like, I'm just (laughs) trying to help my friend out. Exactly. Like, we stand a supportive friend. (laughs) I was like, I'm loyal to my best friend. Like, you know, so... Okay, so that's the the goal, right? The house getting like she house. wasn't even charging you yet. I think you got like the entry level rate <laughs> of like friends and family discount. Totally for and the I training. Think that yeah. really shows that she cares. Absolutely, she was so invested. And I, and also, I mean, leading up to this reveal that there was going to be a training program, we were obviously doing like you know, <laughs> Tom Cruise. Wait, so hard out, man. Wait, but also. You're saying like this was like you were doing like light as a feather, stiff as a board. We were doing like, that, that stuff. shit, and you're like, okay, yeah. Shit. Like, and she's witches. like, actually, this is for real. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay. So, and we would do like little, you know, spells with with a little candle and be like, please help us, you know, have a fun <laughs> sleepover already. or whatever. I don't know. And um, we would also we did a little um a little uh you know blood prick blood swap little um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. High, high five blood yeah, yeah, yeah. swap classic no. classic, classic teenage witch stuff. yeah <laughs> so and so we did a, a few normal you know little witchy things and then this reveal of like oh we're actually seriously witches happened about six months in so i believed her totally was uh, under control all this stuff now then she goes plot twist all the people the the people who live in the house who are also witches and warlocks <laughs> are celebrities and I can bring them into my body so they can talk to you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> was one of them Tom Cruise though? Okay. Tom Cruise was weirdly not involved. Now, when I say that the, the list of celebrities was long and Tom <laughs> oh Cruise was weirdly not Didn't make her, the cut. He didn't make the cut. So wait, some, so who made the cut? Okay. So, so many people, the first person, and this is also in the show, which I find hilarious. The first person that I met, and I remember this very clearly because she was like, are you ready to meet your first celebrity, which are warlock through my body? And I'm like, uh, yeah, the sleepover rocks. And then she, <laughs> and then. <laughs> and then to be goes, fair, as you're listen, saying this, we were, I'm just, like, we were like, uh, if I was a 13 year old, I would also this- be like, you know what? Yes, please. Exactly. Like, we were just on AIM, like ASLing, trying to, <laughs> to like, you know, figure out if someone was a celebrity at like 3 a.m. This sounds way faster than what we were doing, like much more direct. This would have totally. fucking rocked. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Right. So and thank you for saying that, because for years I was like, I can't believe I fell for this, th- this whole thing. But the, so here was my first celebrity encounter. She was like, are you ready to meet your first love? I was like, yeah, totally. And she then she would be like, OK, 
And then she would, <laughs> and then she'd be like, "Hey, it's me, Al Pacino." <laughs> And I was like, oh my hey, god. Al, I was about to say, like, please let us guess first. Oh my god, you should have And the guessed. way that I can there, promise you, I would have never said Al. I would have names Al. on a list before I got to Al. There would have been 500 names on a list before I even remembered Al Pacino yes. existed. Yep. Incredible. Incredible. So oh weird. God. And then also in the show, I talk about how, hey, girl, hey, it's, it's literally me. Al Al. And also, let's let's not forget, she didn't even change her voice. <laughs> I was like, girl, I was like, you know, I used to say this is what I say in the show, too. I'm like, she had the psychosis, not the range. <laughs> she was like, I was like, you're not even going to be like, hey, or something, hey, or like yeah. nothing. Like, you almost. I feel like it, it feels so more believable that she didn't try to do an accent, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, uh, kudos. Kudos to the commitment, you know? Absolutely, you're so right. And so so I'm meeting Al, you know, I'm hanging out with Al. I, I have a whole song in the musical that kind of chronicles all of the celebrities that I was friends with and I befriended. And uh, 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 here's some others that were in there. The whole, the members of Green Day, <laughs> yes every single yes. one yeah Amazing. and uh you know alanis morissette duh hot hot stuff. hot stuff and uh the whole cast of charmed obviously oh, nice. uh, well of course you know there were uh, uh, some some other people have peppered in there were like wow didn't they worry about getting typecast as witches and like giving away their secret like <laughs> Ballsy move. Yeah, when when ballsy when I was hanging out with Shannon Doherty at a sleepover, she she opened up about that. She was like, (laughs) Yeah, sure, 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 sure. She's like, I can't believe I got fired. Rose McGowan's a bitch. I just didn't even know. It has to be her. There's like there's no one else on this earth that could have known that about her. So funny. So exactly, exactly. And that's the other thing. She would kind of pepper in these secrets, right? That like that were making me feel like, oh, this has to be true because you know, Al Pacino is depressed. And who who could guess that? Who could guess that? Or, 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 I don't know, stuff like that. Meryl Streep was in there. And then, oh I know, Meryl, and so grounded. And um, she was incredibly grounded and kind to me. Now, then she... So that I'm meeting all these celebs. I'm like, oh my God. I'm- I like how we asked, we started out asking for a bird's eye view of this. And now we're like, name every celebrity. <laughs> no, it's like, it's so hard. I don't for me care. To- I, we need to go deep. We, no, we just, have to go deep uh, because it's to. like, I, I can't, it's so hard for me to summarize the show, especially when I pitch it to like theaters. That's why I call it sex, which the musical, because people are like, oh, Oh, witchy, sexy, like a sexy time. And then they're like, oh my God, what happened to you? You know, so <laughs> I have to kind of frame it like that. But so Al Pacino was in there, Mill Street. Then eventually we get into Harry Potter. Okay, the cast of Harry Potter. They're all in there. They're all mm-hmm. in there. Every single person. Deanna Radcliffe, my best friend. Emma Watson, my enemy. Um, <laughs> I mean, she was in there. I wasn't as close with Emma. But then eventually she she was kind of introducing the idea of me having a lover that was a warlock. Okay. That I'm able to hook up with through her while he's in the parallel universe. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So the person that she chose, and I have a whole song that reveals this person. And, um, it's, it's a pretty funny song. It's like one of the lines is like, 
he had a red hair. He was famous at the time. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, and, and then, um, what was it? Oh, he fucked me hard through Bethany. You guys get that, right? Uh, so I was dating a movie star, a movie star. And, and yeah, he was a secret warlock. And I thought I owned his magical cock through Bethany. You guys get, okay. So, um, and then, so, <laughs> oh my and then God. I'm like, and then I'm like, he had red hair. He was famous at the time. Women wanted him, but he was all mine. And his name, and his name. And then I do like a whole, like, you know, Alanis Morissette, like, and his name, yeah, 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 you know, and I'm like going on and on. People are like, who is it? And then I'm like, it was Rupert Grint. And oh, Rupert yeah. Grant, you know, who played obviously uh, Harry Potter yeah. was, um, oh, and the, the line is, oh yeah, there was no one hotter. I'm talking about the guy who played Ron Weasley in Harry Potter for Gen Z, you know, in the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're not sure. aware. So, so yeah. So then Rupert Grant like became my lover through her for like a year. It's bizarre. So okay, I know, you know, you know, the term like scare roused. What's the one for like, <laughs> I need a word for the opposite, for both, like for like fascinated and also like horrified. I know. Like I feel like Ellie and I both are just like I want nothing more than to listen to this for the next hour, and also I I'm want to just scared. like give yeah. you a hug. I know. I know. Yes. See that? This, listen, the way you're reacting is very common. This this is totally normal. You're like this is a normal human <laughs> response totally to, a, to this story. And people, yeah. when they see the show, it's a sim- similar reaction. They're like, "That was really funny," but. Oh my God. Uh, you yeah. know, and look, my, I've been a comedian for years and I love performing and I love singing and I've, you know, been on stage. As I say, I live and die for the stage. Um, so, <laughs> so I was like, I got to tell this story somehow. I want it to be funny. I would never, you know, do a one woman show that's like a downer and everyone's like, okay, um, that was a lot, but it, it's a really dark subject matter, you know? So I'm happy that you're feeling fascinated and I'll, <laughs> you know, like weirded out. That's kind of what I want. So, but anyway, Rupert Grant, love her for a year. She would, yeah, she would do all this like sexual stuff to me as him. And you know what I found weird? This is where it gets a little dark. Now stay with me. Um, so this is in the musical when I'm doing it. And I'm like, uh, guys, don't get sad. It's a musical <laughs> because there's all these <laughs> moments where everyone's like, oh my God. So she would keep, this is what I found weird. Like we had a little sexual relationship, the two of us, right? Me and Bethany, like as ourselves. And then separate from Rupert. Separate from Rupert. Sure. Yeah, cheating. Uh <laughs> on <laughs> like we had these like secrets and then it's all her, right? But then I'm still thinking that I have these separate private relationships with people. So Rupert became my boyfriend and we were like in love and all of this stuff or whatever. There was a, a point where he proposed to me not to brag and um (laughs) (laughs) you both are like oh my god oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and same and same so so he proposed to me i was like oh my god yes (laughs) yeah like i will wait and so you're 14 at this point i'm 14 i'm 14 Mm -hmm. and this is another did he have a ring he had there was something like what's there a ring i'm actually so glad Please ask me all these questions because, to be honest, a lot of these memories are repressed. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, it was abusive. I, that's, I that's mean, traumatic. But why? Yes. Yeah, but why? Yes, <laughs> right. Yes, right. And then I had to go to the journal to like, and I bring the journal 
it's in the show. I have it with me still. Like it's in my apartment where I have everything. So he proposed, was there a ring? I'm like, I don't think there was a ring, but something he would, she would do would be like, oh, just so you know, like that, that song, that hit song is for you because the, the, oh my God. Yeah. Like the witches and the warlocks, they control pop culture classic and they that song is actually about you so i remember one of the songs <laughs> and also time was not a time did not matter in this so it could be a song from the 60s or like that then so i'm well in the other universe does time even run the same as our reality i, I think mean, it didn't it sort of sure. did like she'd be like oh right now rupert's in the house like thinking about you and i'm like of course he is like <laughs> he always is he's always thinking about me like in the house and eventually i can be with him in this house it it was like this promise you know what i mean that we could eventually be together in real life kind of thing so anytime i would watch harry potter and this is harry potter was like huge at this time you know it's truly like a global sensation yeah when this is what in the like aughts early aughts this is like 2005 to 2007 okay okay so and i actually mid mid to late aughts exactly exactly so the heyday the heyday oh my god this was like right before book seven came literally literally did i go to the Barnes and noble midnight parties every year yes yes i did and i rupert didn't hook you up with like special (laughs) vip passes (laughs) when you hear the end of the story you're gonna you're gonna freak out so nice now so basically, and please come in with questions because this is helpful. It, it will help me remember things. And because uh, I have the show kind of like, you know, it's an hour format where I hit all the main points, but there's right, right. so much. that No, we want the weeds. Oh, we yeah. want the nitty gritty right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, the, the journal, like the way I was writing as a 14 year old, I'm like, okay, she's verbose. Um, you know, okay. She has, knows a lot of vocabulary apparently, you know, like she wants to tell a story. And I, I was just, I was, it was so much output, not a lot of like input aside from what I was going through with this girl. So now when she would, when she would do stuff to me, like sexually, she would always keep her clothes on, which I found odd. And then I was naked and, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I don't know really what that was about. I mean, to this day, I don't understand really what her like her personal motivations were sexually. I mean, I understand that she was probably getting some pleasure for this and 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 but it was also like twisted and and fucked up. And I, I maybe it was more of a power trip for her. I don't it seemed to me. That she was enjoying it. I feel like trying trying to investigate psychoses too much is like a fool's errand. <laughs> yeah, right. You're, exactly. I mean. That's a great point. Because I, I You're you're using like a rational person's brain approach yeah. to, you know, just yes. a, a delicate Jenga tower yeah. of thoughts. Um, yeah. it just feels like it's gonna collapse on you there. Totally, so. totally. Now, also at this time, we had a lot of different sexual experiences, which I don't I actually don't have like a you know, I, they're in the repressed box where things go. Yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. in there. But I chronicled these experiences through, you know, heavy written erotica. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> where I'm like, <laughs> Rupert, you know, made me explode. Was I coming? No, I wasn't. But, you know, I thought I was at, at 14. Oh, poor Rupert, yeah. man. Poor, poor Rupert. Rupert. Just ex- <laughs> an explosive lover. So, yeah. So I... I was going through all of that. I was really 
you know, I mean, I was convinced that this was real for, for a time there because she was, I mean, she was very convincing. There was, there was a lot of setup. There was a lot of trust. There was a lot of like, Oh, by the way, I can read your mind. So I'll know if you're like doubting. And if you do doubt, then we're not going to, you're never going to get to the house. And I'm like, damn it. Okay. This, this legit is cult it stuff. Is. Like, yeah. It really is. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I'm telling you till like, Dude, what the fuck happened to Bethany in Albania, man? Like, okay, great question. Now, I she told me before we started all this that she had a friend named Claire, and she showed me a picture of her. And Claire was from Greece. So when you said mentioned your you know Greece vacation, I was triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. God, I heard, I heard Greece is beautiful. Born a girl. I'm like, okay, okay, so like she wants to trigger me. Um, <laughs> so so sorry. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> she told me that she had this this friend from Greece who she went to school with that did this to her. So mm. I don't know if that's true. It could be. I I kind of think it must be because, but then I think it's so funny because let's say Claire did do this to her. Right. And then she's like, you have to carry this on. I assume it was that I will never know, but yeah, yeah. you have to carry this on. When you go to America, you better carry on my legacy. the tradition. And then, and then, you know, me classic, you know, <laughs> cycle breaker where I'm like, I actually, I'm going to write a musical. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to so, do this to anyone else. I'm just going to write, like put on like a funny quirky show. Anyways. So everyone processes I, their shit differently. <laughs> and I have, I have a full length musical. Yes. And I was like in the show, I, you know, I play piano and there's like a moment in the show where I'm like, guys, you know, I'm, I, I broke the cycle. Like now I have a musical highly recommend processing drama through just like, yeah, guaranteed foolproof method for processing drama. <laughs> just like, um, so yeah, so that's really helped me. And, um, but so I, I, I'm glad you asked that because I don't know. I assume that Claire, who I saw a picture of and who's, who was her classmate, I guess in seventh grade in Albania or Greece, I forget where, like if she was in Greece or if she was in Albania, I can't remember, did this to her. And then she also would describe Claire as like the queen of the underworld. So, so Claire was like the devil's wife. The devil was involved. You know, I mean, he was a, he was a pal and the devil um, was in the house. The devil was Kind of a devil in Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, I have to. That's another thing that I'm like, re- have to revisit because there was so much that I'm just like, it's like a memory assault of like, was the devil in the house? I think that there was like a, a force, the a, a force. And then that mm-hmm. was the devil. And that was Claire, the friend who was also, this is important too. She was like, the person that's going to be training you who is kind of like a dark witch who will train you through me and who trained me as well is a celebrity, a British celebrity that we all know and love Kate Beckinsale. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I really love about this though? I love that. I love the idea that like 
you're just two teenagers <laughs> in New York, but every other person in this like mystical plane of existence is yeah. like a fucking A-list Hollywood star. <laughs> yes. like, it's just, it's like a fucking, you know, like who's who of like Hollywood royalty and then you two. And the devil. I know, like just your typical wait, also, Friday night gathering of Wait, friends, so you know? this is Kate Beckinsale, like, from the underworld exactly like, like exactly. so it's like ob- like an obvious like it's an obvious oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> can sail because I, guess, I saw that movie yeah <laughs> exactly because i saw that movie. so i have a whole song where i'm like uh it's called bethany's interests at the time <laughs> and then it's like thinking back i i think this i think the cult I think this cult reflected Bethany's interest at the time. You know, like that's kind of yeah. the thesis of that song. So, yeah, Kate yeah. Beckins. Bethany shows up one day and she's like, oh my God, I found this hot new band. And you'll never guess who's in. That. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's the lead singer of this hot new band I discovered yesterday. Exactly. And that was a big part of our relationship, too, was like her exposing me to things in pop culture that she liked you know she was like i love green day and yeah they're all warlocks just like you said you know like right, <laughs> yeah, right. and there's this moment in the show too where i am where i'm like and um so at one point oh and trey cool the drummer from green day was like her warlock lover mm, oh of course of course classic you yeah. know and um so and they like had kids or something <sighs> whatever okay I, I not to not to like derail us Please. a little bit. What I find so fascinating yeah. right now mm-hmm. is the heteronormativity of the pairings yep. in what is very clearly like a very gay queer relationship. Totally. Relationship. Totally. And that's and that's a great point because, you know, people are like, is that how you, you know, became figured out your sexuality? And I'm like, well, not really, because you're like, no, I was fucking Rupert. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> There's nothing gay about this. Yeah. And I remember thinking because I we went to s- different high schools. Thank God, which because had we gone to the same high school, I think I would have been like so wrapped up in that and had to have transferred or something. But we were in different high schools in New York. And I kept this a secret from all my friends in high school. Nobody knew. But I remember so clearly, you know, there being a moment in ninth grade where like every all of the girls, all girls Catholic school are like going around like, are you a virgin? Are you a virgin? And some girl was like, I got fingered like the other week at a party. And in my head, I'm like, bitch, I get fingered every night by Rupert Grant. Okay, so like I'm literally I'm like literally advanced. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh my like, god. Oh my insane. God. Insane. But so you I, know what it feels like? Okay, this is and maybe this is also just because of like the era. Yeah. But I don't know if you remember I don't know if you uh used to watch Xena or if Bethany was into Xena for any reason. But you know there's like there's that episode where they like they totally had Xena and Gabrielle kiss, but it, it wasn't a kiss because she was in Autolycus's body at the time. And so it wasn't like it was just Autolycus and Gabrielle kissing and like nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like the inverse of that, right? It's totally it's like, like that. the yeah. flip way of that where you're like, yeah, we're two girls, but like I'm fucking Rupert Grint. Exactly. So, like, it's totally, totally straight hetero hetero just heteros normal stuff over here. Absolutely, you know? it, it, it's ve- it's very much like that. So yeah, I didn't I didn't understand. Was also in another magical realm at the time. I'm just saying. Absolutely, like- you know I don't re- recall that Xena was a part of it. That might have been <laughs> Lucy Lawless wasn't in the house. Let her in the fucking house. You're like, wait, so Tom Cruise? Yeah, and Lucy it. Lawless couldn't yeah. make didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. But yeah, I mean, you're so right because I look back on that and I don't even understand it myself. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not like, Oh, this formed my sexuality. It's, it's like so much weirder than that. You know, I I don't even, I'm still processing it as a, as a 31 year old woman. You know what I mean? I'm like, what was that? I I think as you should be. (sighs) Absolutely. Because I also didn't realize that this was, (laughs) I have a joke about this in the show too. I didn't realize this was abusive until like, like five years ago. Okay. When I, oh my God. I went to a therapist and she was like, Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't know. I just thought, Oh, this is a weird thing that happened to me. Like, you know, yes, it was bad. And, and, and it, it was weird, but like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know why this happened. So I'm just going to tell the story and kind of figure it out. And, and I've been able to have, you know, a, a normal, life of you know beautiful friends and and performing all the time and all of that stuff despite this so i'm i'm glad for that but i yeah i mean i don't see a photo of rupert grint on the wall behind you so like <laughs> well actually uh, oh my god <laughs> so, like cut to my Please, shrine I, how funny would it be if you turned the camera and there's just like a life-size cardboard cut out of rupert <laughs> oh stand. i was gonna say so when you were like funny. you're like you will not believe the ending of the story and you like actually turn the camera and rupert grint is sitting next <gasps> oh to you god. oh my god literally <laughs> in the show i'm just like so basically like plot twist we're still together rupert come on out uh yeah come on on. yeah say that would be the best i mean honestly one of my goals for the show is to for rupert to see it honestly (laughs) i feel like he will i feel like he must at some point it's gonna get to the pop culture so much this for you right because it's like he was such a weird part of my my formative years in a way that he could would be so weirded out by, you know, and, and, and luckily, like you were saying, right. All these A-listers, right. And then everything around me is like weirdly part of it too. Luckily I don't have, it's not like I'm triggered when I watch Harry Potter. I feel like my brain protected me in the right way. It like hit all of the scary, scary, spooky memories um, and all of the, the sex stuff, um, I have the erotica, obviously, to prove it. But then all of this other stuff, I was like, I still love Alanis. I still love Green Day. I still love, uh, you know, Harry Potter. Oh, and this is another thing that I was going to say earlier was that, so in the peak of this relationship, I went to see Green Day live a few times. I was lucky enough, like my mom, like got me tickets to like this New Jersey concert. I went to see Green Day. I remember thinking, I can't believe they're not bringing me on stage. This is insane. <laughs> Like, like I talked to, I talked to them like, about it yesterday. You were like, you're like, um, these are my best friends, and they're not going to say like, 
come backstage. Wow, I know. fucking rude, man. It was. I felt. I felt offended. I was like, I get. But then I was like, they're working. They're <laughs> they're working. They're swamped. Oh Billy Joe's God. doing like wake me up with some temper ends. I'm like, why am I not up there? So anyway, I, I forget. I, I went off the rails there, but I, I forget where where we were in terms of what you asked or said. <laughs> we don't know. We have we, no yeah, I don't know either. We have no clue. He, maybe maybe here's here's what I'll uh what I'll do so that I can I can like catapult us into into more discussion. How did you get? out because listen as someone who like i as my tiktok has discovered about me like i get a lot of like ex-mormon you know like journey stories so i'm like tell me how you broke out like what was the freedom totally call so what happened there were a series of things right because that's always how the cult release happens there's a series of moments of doubt but then there's this culminating. I, I ran into Rupert Grant on a sidewalk and he didn't know who I was, you know. Well, so you're not that far off. I love oh my this. God. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So basically, this is how I just want to say I'm really nailing this. You today, you okay? you really are. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you really are kind of like, okay, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you are. You are. No, no one has ever guessed that. But essentially, I, so like I said, I had all the journals, right? My mom, my sweet mother, Dorothy, who I am very close with, and she lives like 20 minutes from me. And we grew up in Harlem, like with my brothers and and my dad and all that. She didn't like Bethany. Can you believe it? Um, And she found my journal one day. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Read the whole thing. Oh, no. Read read all of it. All of the erotica. All of the Rupert Green erotica. All of it. All of the- This is like an actual nightmare. it, It was a nightmare. And I was in high school at this time. And she was like, what the fuck is this? You know, rightly so. Like, I'm sorry. She was like, I'm sorry, you're dating a warlock? Excuse me? And then there's a whole scene that I have in the show where it's like, is a young wizard boy really eating you out? Like, oh my, oh God. my God. I know. And I was like, mom, no. And I I basically, the only way that I knew how to, you know, get through this was, was to be like, it's all made up. Like, I'm just, and and then there's a joke in the show where I'm like, then I, it got me thinking that maybe it actually was made up, you know, <laughs> like because I told if her I, if I had pearls, this is when I, I know. start clutching them it's, right now. It's such a pearl clutch moment. It's uh, and I was like mortified. I was like, oh my god, she read the whole thing. I mean, you know, and I was like, how could you <laughs> violate my privacy and like all this stuff? And then she was like, you can't hang out with Bethany anymore. You're grounded. You can't go. You cannot go to her house. You can't call her. I will be watching your phone. I had a little flip phone. You cannot. You cannot talk to her. Um. So I wasn't able to hang out with her. And I, I needed some, and that was good. Cause I, I was starting to have doubts anyway. I was like, huh, it seems like I'm not at the house yet. I, it doesn't seem like I'll ever get to the house. And all the, there was all these delays, you know, all of these, oh, well, actually the house is, you know, under yeah, construction. Well, it's under construction. Yeah. They're a new bathroom in, okay? <laughs> so hilarious. Oh my God. Gotta renovate the kitchen, make it nice for you. <laughs> so like new, new appliances. That's okay? hilarious. I might have to stay that under construction line. We were like right here for that. Wow. That yeah. was, that is amazing. I have to put that on the show, honestly. I hope you don't mind if I put that under construction line because Please. that is so funny. Oh my God. So, and so, yeah, so the house was not available. Now, here's what happened. There were all these little things that happened, but this is the, mo- the moment. Now, because I grew up in New York City, right? I went to, and this is all on the show, I went to uh, Total Request Live a lot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And nice. Nice, right? <laughs> Carson Daly, 
my boy. So now this was a, a friend okay, that you I- know we have to ask: Did Carson Daly make the cut? <laughs> he, he did not. Uh, he's not i don't know if he's a-list i don't know if he's a-list enough (laughs) yeah Um, love him but we love carson but he was not involved and so um but this was i had a couple friends in high school they didn't know this was going on but like i had these other relationships and i was also doing theater and all this stuff so i was making friends also at one point she was like you can never perform again if you want to get to the house like she saw me she saw me in in a production of once upon a mattress as when princess winifred and she was like good job but you you can't do theater anymore i was like and i never stopped doing it whatever but um i had this other friend who was really into like emo music and all this stuff so we would go to trl you could go for free and you could be in the studio audience like for free now there was this other show lesser known show now maybe you remember this probably not though it was called the sauce and it was on the fuse channel so the Fuse Channel was like, it, this show was like the shittier version of TRL. It aired for, for, for one year, 2007, 2008. Now, I att- in that year, I attended a lot. I, I saw like Evanescence, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, Amazing. All of this stuff. And you could go for free. Like this was, I mean, I was excited. I was, I lived in New York. I was able to do this. It was by Penn Station, this studio. So I one day went by myself because I knew that Rupert Grant was going to be a celebrity guest. Oh okay. my God. Yeah. So I was 15. I was alone and I was determined to figure out, you know, whether or not he was my warlock boyfriend. So I went to this show without telling her and uh, he was there like in the flesh, Rupert Grant. This was July 13th, 2007. There's a YouTube video of his interview and I'm in the studio audience. I was there. I was by myself. Now she told me if I were ever to encounter any of these people up close in person that I would be able to be to like communicate with them telepathically. Okay. Of course. Yeah, Classic. Yeah. So there's this whole scene in the show where I'm like, I'm playing the video and I'm like, <laughs> like trying to, <laughs> trying to, to say him. like, yeah. yes. Trying to be like, like it's me. Like you <laughs> You know me. <laughs> like you eat me out. Like you're like my husband guy. Like all of this like oh stuff. And then he and I was like, please just look over at me if you if this is real. Like I just need to know. I need to know that this is real. And if you look over at me and acknowledge me, then I'll know. And if you don't, then I'll know it's fake. I will just know. It's either one or the other. I was just at this crux in how I felt about the whole thing and how she was treating me and, and what my mom had said and not being able to be around her. And then he's doing this interview and I'm like, I'm going to give you one last chance to look over at me. And then he doesn't look over. Right. And that's when I knew, like, that is when I knew that this was a lie. This was all a lie. And then I, I confronted Bethany and I was like, you're a liar. Like, you know, this, this was, you tricked me and I'm, and I, I was really pissed. I was like, you know, fuck you, motherfucker, you know, all, all this stuff. And I remember she never was like, sorry. She was just like, okay, believe what you want to believe, you know, classic. And then I never, I mean, I never saw her again after that. It's so weird. She moved away. I think she moved to Westchester and I never saw her again after that. And that's how I figured out that this was fake. There were a series of other things, but that was the culminating moment. I that just, is wild. I, 
I desperately want to know if there's like someone else out there who like one day is gonna like see your show or listen to this and be like, oh my god, Bethany. <laughs> I know. I I wonder too. And they're gonna be like, oh my god, I was engaged to Al Pacino. Right. <laughs> 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 I mean, I I wonder too. I wonder if there were other victims. I don't yeah. know. I wonder. I I have a feeling though that she got it out of her system with me for some reason. I just get that sense. Does one get psychosis out of their system? I don't know, I don't know though. But also like teen being a teenage girl mm-hmm. is buck wild. It's it is. It <laughs> I'm is. just like, I feel like there are a lot. Okay, but of, Ellie, there's like there's like no, normal but I know and then not this. No, like, I know it's like definitely not normal, but I'm just saying like being a teenage girl like i can understand how you would be like okay like maybe that was something she did when she also did when she was 14 yeah. and then she also she also at a certain point was like what was i doing right i mean i never yeah i never got any closure with her i think she reached out to me at one point maybe when i was like 17 and was like are you ready to talk about what happened and i was like i no. never want to talk to you no, um, no, but this is crazy. And this will be <laughs> the darkest thing I will say. Okay. I was going to say, tell her you're ready when you make it to the house. You'll talk. Okay. I'm like, I'll see you on the yeah. porch of the house. Okay. Okay. Sorry. The darkest thing, not to like preface your dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this is really disturbing. So I, so my best friend who's still my best friend to this day, I was her maid of honor and all that. And she grew up with me and knew me before this happened and also knew this girl. But then we all went to different high schools. Didn't know what she knew this was happening on some level, but she didn't know how to stop it. She was like, I just don't know. This is like a a force bigger than me. Uh, uh, Years later, she ran into Bethany and was like, kind of confronted her on my behalf a little bit and was like, Hey, why, why did you do that? You know, why did you do that to Maggie? Like, can you give me a, quick summary of why you did that to Maggie. And then Bethany was like, and this is a quote that I learned years later. She was like, well, I had to do it to somebody weird. What? Yeah. And then no, thank you. This gets weirder. She goes, if it wasn't going to be Maggie, it was going to be my younger sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, like who was a sweetheart, that sister who I, saw all the time. I mean, she lived there. She was a couple years younger than us. She was always like, you guys are weird. And I'm like, I should have listened. <laughs> and imagine that she had done this. I mean, I, that's why I kind of think I have this theory that, that I literally am discovering on this podcast because you were like, did she have a friend that did that to her? I'm like, maybe the friend was like, you need to pick one person to do it to, yeah. but just one yeah. or something. Uh, I mean, imagine uh, it. She had done it to her sister, it. and then her sister's like with her abuser and her family. No, yeah, that this yeah, happens to people fucked. all the time. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, listen, all of this is fucked. It's like, all fucked. All of this all of is it. fucked. And we're laughing a lot. But yes, it's it's very not okay. It's not. It's not. But I'm almost glad but, that it but was he me. Made a musical out of exactly this, so like because instead of like you know picking my next person, I wonder if that would have been part of it, like if I hadn't broken away from this, if she's like, well, now you have to do this to someone. And instead I'm like, well, actually I'm going to like learn piano. Um, 
<laughs> you know, like, yes. I don't know. I mean, it's very, it's very on. I, I, and also to add this freaky little factoid, she's married now and has a kid. I mean, she has a daughter. Uh, it's so weird. The, the yikes that just happened in my heart. I know. Right and you're now. Mom. No. I mean, it's crazy. And, you know, I wonder, I, I like send good vibes to the universe for her daughter having this sociopathic parental I figure. I so desperately yeah. wish we had a sponsor that I could just be like, and now let's cut to an ad for therapy. Yeah, literally. Yes. <laughs> I know. We still can. I know. And I've let's done a lot of- Let's take a quick break and uh, listen to someone tell you, you can get therapy for cheap somewhere, right? Totally. Like, someone sponsor us is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like this anticlimactic end to it, but- that's that's the story. <laughs> wow. I know. It's no no uh climax with Rupert, no climax to the story. Oh my no, god. No physical, <laughs> no physical or plot <laughs> yeah. climax. I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's what I feel like would be the ultimate story, right? If I like he sees the show and he's like, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great British accent. Thank you. I- um can you imagine? I'm sorry. Just perform this thought experiment with me. Yeah. Imagine you're Rupert Grint. Yeah. And you walk into a show. No idea, right? You're, <laughs> you're Rupert just, Grint, and you're, you're like, "Oh, sitting. sex switch sounds interesting." <laughs> you're, yes. like, you're like, "Oh my gosh, hot new show!" Like, totally, totally, uh, you know, just caught my eye. Yeah. I'm gonna go see Sex Switch the musical, and you're sitting in the in the dark in the audience. Like, can you imagine what that experience? I know would be like. It would. I Part know. of me wants this so badly to happen. I like really. Yeah, I would really love it if that would happen. <laughs> I would love. Amazing. Yeah. So um, I have a question for you, which yeah, is like, please. Obviously, this sitting in the audience being like, look over at me. Look at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. That that is Sucks. amazing. Wow. Wild. That's the ultimate <laughs> sorry. dream. I'm sorry. Ellie, ask a question. Wow. I was going to ask a serious question, Lee, but I'm so sorry. This should happen to you. It is buck wild crazy. And what made you be like, I need to make this a musical? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I always performed. I always sang and and I started doing stand up. Maybe like six years ago. So I was doing stand up and then I was also doing musical improv and I still do that. I have a monthly show. Oh, quick plug, true crime, the musical. Everyone's like, you have everyone's like, you have a lot of creepy musicals. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> so where I improvise a musical with my nice. friend and we and it's really fun. But yeah, so I there was a year where there was like a a, a festival at the People's Improv Theater, Solo Com Festival. And you could basically submit to it and you didn't really have to have anything, you know, ready. You just had to, there was kind of a deadline and and you submit and then like you have like a month to sort of think of a solo show. And I just always wanted to tell this story, but in a funny way, because I, that's who I am and that's what's important to me. And I was like, I love singing. I love playing piano. I, I want to do stand up. I, I want to involve I want to tell this story somehow. And it just was kind of an extension of what I was already doing. And then me also feeling the need to share this story in a funny way. So I was like, of course it's going to be like, it made sense to me. I'm like, duh, it's obviously a musical, you know, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways, I mean, I love stand up. 
comedy. I, I, I do it all the time, but sometimes I'm like, how do I fit in like my, my little songs? And I also do musical comedy too, but this was more of an arc and sort of captured all the things I wanted to do on stage. And then also, you know, weirdly is telling this insane thing that happened to me. So that's why I, it, it just felt, it felt normal to me. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I love is that's like, cause Ellie, Ellie knows this cause we talk about it all the time that I'm like, oh. Ellie has sort of reluctantly turned me into the songwriter of our team. Amazing. And I say all the time how I'm like, I love our, our like setup because I can write all sorts of songs and like none of them are about me. Right. <sighs> like. They're all, I'm like, there's just like this nice like wall of separation yes. between me and like all the songs I write for us. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like the dead opposite extreme of that is like getting up <laughs> is on stage, sex reading, musical? My, reading my teenage <laughs> journal yes. and then singing about the teen magic sex cult I was in. Yeah. There's like one extreme and then there's the opposite extreme. Totally. And I just love that we're laying out like the two ends of that spectrum for everyone. Absolutely. You know? No, I, I agree. And yeah, I mean, it's been cool to write these songs because I remember I wrote it kind of, I wrote them kind of quickly and then I'm still adding to them. I, I, the show has definitely evolved over the years, but I, I just wrote it. I just added a little new song there the other night. It's very Alanis. Um, nice. <laughs> just to, to honor, it. honor the queen. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, as I'm writing the songs, I'm like laughing to myself. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Oh, that's so funny. You know, whatever. I mean, it's very healing for me in a lot of ways. It really, and I don't think I realize how how much it has helped me understand and process what happened to me because it just felt so big. It just felt like this huge life-changing two period of two years of my life that I, you know, I could see as, you know, a weakness. But I thought to myself, well, and and I'm also not... I'm not like trying to capitalize on my trauma, if that makes sense. I'm really not. I just really. I, I think we should all capitalize <laughs> on our trauma as best we can. Oh, right. my God. You, you live no, through the right. trauma, man. Yeah. Like make a buck off it. Absolutely. Right? And I, I thought, I mean, again, I didn't even realize this was that abusive until like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And then writing the show has really helped me revisit a lot of it. And uh, it's it's been great. And I, I, it's, I love it. It makes me laugh. I'm like, at least I'm laughing about it, you know, and other people are laughing too, so. We, we are having a blast talking about your trauma. Yay! Yeah. Okay, I have another question because Please. I know, I mean, God help us. We could, this episode could run like two hours truly, at this point. Truly, truly. sit here all night. I want to ask, when did you come out? Like what, because it doesn't sound like it was during this. It right? was not during this. I, I mean, listen, I'm bisexual, you know, I don't think there was a coming out moment for me. And I think that is also linked. Yeah, there wasn't a is coming it bad out. If I say like, sure, that tracks basically. I mean, it definitely <laughs> tracks. No, it definitely <laughs> like, tracks. Sure, I had sex with Rupert Grint in a girl's body. Of course you're bad. <laughs> well, that's I mean, a thing. So I yes. never, I actually never had a coming out moment. I mean, I date men and women and that's, that's kind of my thing. I don't even so I hope that's not, you know, a problem. You're like, well, delete the episode. Um, <laughs> no, not at no, all. No. Not we at always all. say let's hang out. Um, we're the less part of that. Right, state. right. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I didn't really have a coming out moment because, again, I didn't even associate my like the pleasure I was feeling. Do the kids not come out as her? bisexual anymore? Is this just like I think they don't. I'm straight. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, What's I, heterosexuality. Never right. I mean, I'm also. I don't know. I I never felt like I was burdened by my bisexuality, especially growing up in New York City. So I didn't feel the need to 
come out, if that makes sense. And and yeah. we're not burden- burdened by you either, bisexuals. Okay. We love you all. Great. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. No bisexual burdens here. Yes. yes. But but also people ask me after they see the show, they're like, oh, so are you gay? Are you straight? Are you... Did, was the I, I don't even think of that moment or the pleasure I experienced during that time as, as like a formative sexual moment, if that makes sense. I think I said that yeah. Yeah. earlier because it was yeah. just so weird. And I don't even, I mean, I was definitely enjoying it on some level for sure. But it's also like, it was so one-sided almost. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, I was having these sexual experiences with this girl and I've had really great sexual experiences with men and women since and weird ones and bad ones as everybody does. But that was a very unique sexual dynamic, which I have never yeah, experienced sure. before and or since. Thank God. Unique yeah. is a gentle term for describing Yeah, that. exactly. I also think yeah. like sexual trauma is like separate yeah. from like discovering your sexuality. Absolutely. No, I way. know, but that's why I was curious because yeah. I'm like, it, do- it doesn't sound like it was part of this whole story. And I'm curious like where yeah. that all fell after because... <sighs> Because holy shit, that's just it's crazy. Something. It's something. something I yeah. And also, I mean, I'm so glad. Well, you both are so hilarious and fun and and intelligent, and you're helping me understand it more. Every I'm telling you, Great. Like, I, I want to talk less, about this for like hang, hours. Like let's you hang don't out even therapy. Know, We're here for you. Yeah, it was. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you you. Un, I'm gonna listen back. Because I discovered some things that I didn't know before based on some of your questions. You know, I mean, I'm grateful. Honestly, it helped me go deeper into the story because. Oh, my God. You're like, I want to listen to the episode. And I'm like, let's write another musical together. (gasps) Well, I have to see Flame. Flame. The Flame. The Flame. flame. It's not see. You got to listen to it. It's a podcast. Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. That's incredible. I I mean, I love it. And will there ever be a live performance so we did a yeah we did a live show we actually did one at 54 below in new york oh my god amazing so we did a little live concert that is awesome and just of the music not the whole eventually like like, it's a bit it's a bit tougher to produce than a one-woman show because it's like yeah eight people it's like more of like a big ensemble show yeah so you gotta like get the funding we're for hoping that we're totally hoping. totally but yes the plan is to get it up live fantastic well general. i'll be there i will yes. be there yeah okay now Good. listen i have i have another question yeah, please. i i have to ask it i hate myself for asking this but has your mom seen <laughs> the show like what is her oh yeah is, she my mom that? what is what is that story so dorothy my sweet angel mom who is 75 I already love your mom. She I don't know why. She is the I best. Just... No, she. Okay. when I tell you that my mom has seen it probably 10 times, I, I mean that. And she goes literally, she, she she lives in New York. And also my dad has seen it too. And mm. my dad actually passed away a couple of years ago and he was 82. And like, it's so funny. I have this, um, people are like, oh my God, are you sad that your dad like didn't get to walk you down the aisle. I'm like, well, he saw Sex Witch the musical. So I feel like it's fine. <laughs> That's all that matters. And honestly, my dad was so like sweet. Oh, Fr- we called him Franis. His name is Frank. We called him Franis. So I, I think of him as Franis. But he 
like he would come see me do stand up and it was like weird stand up and he would see sex for musical and he'd be like what was that up there <laughs> and like <laughs> and then but still be like but they were laughing you know and like he was always very proud of that so i i am so grateful that i had have parents that were supportive of my artistic journey I have two older brothers who have not seen it. And I have a, I have a line in the show that's like, I think it would make them uncomfortable. What do you guys think? Uh, so, <laughs> and I'm like, that could be another step. But I, I feel like my two older brothers, like, do they want to see their sister being, being like, cause the main chorus, the first chorus in the show, which really draws people in. It's like, I'm mostly just got eaten now. That's what being a witch is about. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, I always say that to myself. Oh Um, my God. So my mom has seen it many times to the point where she was at one of my shows. Like I was just doing musical comedy at Westside Comedy Club recently, like doing other songs I had written, not Sex with the Musical. But she came to see it because she like lives in the area. And my, some of my friends who have met her so many times, like she's like one of the gals, you know, they're like, are you going to come see Sex Witch the Musical at Soho Playhouse? And my mom's like, I've literally seen it like 17 times, but yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I guess yeah, I'll do God. 18. Yep. Before yeah. we wrap up, is yeah. there anything else that you want our listeners to know about I hang out with your mom. Sex Man. Witch the Musical? Gosh, I mean, all I can say is that I am really proud of the show. I, Despite how dark and twisted it is, it is really funny. And I think you could probably tell from this episode that it will be fun and, and entertaining. And uh, I'm really excited to this. I mean, this is a huge step for it to take it off Broadway and have a three week run at Soho Playhouse. I've wanted this for a long time and I'm, I'm really excited. It's happening. And I just, I hope people come and, and support it. And I also hope that it's healing potentially mm-hmm. for some people. A lot of people have come up to me after and been like, I really related to that. And my first question is like, which part? But uh, but ultimately, <laughs> it is a yeah. relatable story in yeah. a lot of ways. You know, people experience. Well, I mean, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, Ellie, like I know you you said like being a teenage girl is like a, a wild time, but it's also like realistically. I mean, I think a lot of women have traumatic yeah. sexual coming of age sexual experiences that yes. have happened Absolutely. in their lives and like Absolutely. yeah i feel like sometimes having a a light-hearted take on that yeah. is uh is actually really great yeah so. i hope so so i that's all i can say i hope people come out to see it and i hope it's entertaining and potentially healing for them incredible yeah. love it and and when and where can they see it so it'll be at soho playhouse for three weeks starting april 19th it's wednesday through saturday 20th 21st 22nd at 7 p.m the 26th to the 29th at 7 p.m and then the following week may 3rd to may 6th at 7 p.m so yeah i hope i hope people come out very exciting and congratulations oh i wish on i was that. in like, new york that's super i know exciting. i wish so i wish you were too and i've done it bring in, it to the bay i'm gonna i honestly have been bay. thinking of doing that so i if it do if it. i do please come out yeah do it oh my god please yeah so all right it is time for our q and gary you ready we're just gonna ask you some multiple choice or yes yeah. or no questions easy lightning round here we go q q q and question number one super easy question are you a witch? Yes or no? <laughs> you know, I nobody I, expects the Spanish <laughs> I will say, I will say currently I am not, but my mm-hmm. relationship to witchcraft has changed for the better in, in recent years. 
That's amazing. nice. You're reclaiming amazing. witchcraft. I really am. Yeah. Now I think it Good. is more of like affirmations with a candle on. And that's mm-hmm. my, that's my witchcraft. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like I should also say uh, vision boards on a full moon. Oh, vision. Literally. I, I'm like, my vision board's right over there. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you so, guys are on um, it. This is so weird. Huh? <laughs> oh, yes. 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 So we may have covered some of these already, but we put them on our Twitter as well for our listeners to answer. Yeah. So with that, question two, how did you track your childhood memories out of A, journals, B, vlogs, C, photo albums, or D, repress everything? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's a combination of journals and repress everything. Hot, 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 hot combo. Yeah, hot combo. Love, Love yeah. a good repression. <laughs> oh my god, these questions are really. I'm like, this I'm is sorry. A... Question three: Have you ever been in a cult? A yes. <laughs> okay, wait, B, wait, are these questions you ask every guest? These exact questions? No, 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 no. Oh, Everyone just... is based on the episodes we do. I was like, this is so uncanny. <laughs> can't believe they fit so well <laughs> they fit so I'm like this is insane the stars are aligned I yes I have been in a cult yes and then yeah the other answers for our listeners are B, B no or C I still am so we'll see how you are doing on those the Twitter poll absolutely Got it. Got it. <clears throat> okay question uh, four what would be worse your mom a dressing you B, reading your journals, C, sharing baby photos, or D, walking in on you? Wow. Um, I would, well, since she has done the first three and I survived those, I think walking in on me would be pretty awful. So thankfully that has never Our happened next challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy, next please challenge. don't do that. <laughs> Just always knock, Dorothy. Always Dorothy, knock. Dorothy, three out of four. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I think you're safe. You've done enough. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Question number five. <laughs> Lee, why is it like, I feel like one, three, and five are like... <laughs> and also... To think, to think that you thought I know, I was, that we, um, we ask everyone. Yes, we ask everyone this specific. in a cult? I can't even do it. I know. He's going to die. I was like, oh, God. Question number five that we've asked every single guest prior to you is, who would be your secret witch slash warlock lover? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. A. Rupert Grant, B. Alanis, C. Meryl Streep, or D. Al Pacino. <laughs> this question. Every every less hangout guest, you know, gets the so same list. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Wait. So now this these are going to Twitter, right? This is yeah. Yes. Happen- okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like we're, we're all crying, and I wish people could see. <laughs> this is very cathartic. It is. It really is. Honestly, after what we've been through, I'm sure what we've all I mean, we all do need to cry a little bit. <laughs> okay, but wait, you didn't pick. Would it still be Rupert, or do you want to switch it up? I honestly, I feel like I never got to know Meryl as well as I mm, wanted yeah, to. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. go with Meryl Streep. 
We were you, okay. you and every other fucking queer listening right now. Is like, um, Meryl, it's thank gonna you. be Meryl, not yes. Al- or, or Alanis. Or oh my god, so true. Alanis, oh, I just watched her documentary. Uh, I am obsessed with her, but uh, it might be Alanis. It's a, it's a tie <laughs> between Alanis and and Meryl. I'll say that. Sorry, oh, Rupert. God. Sorry, Rupert. Been there, been there, tapped. <laughs> yeah, you know, not interested. Over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm at that. Don't Incredible. <laughs> This has been wild. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It really um, has. Remember, listeners, you can also give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at LessingUpPod. Uh, I'm dead. Where? <laughs> <laughs> so we've talked about the show. Um, where else can people find you, Maggie, on social media? Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on at Mags Lals, M-A-G-S-L-A-L-S on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I'm, I'm following YouTube. you right now. Follow me. I think I followed you both okay. before the pod. Oh, so awesome. amazing. Yep. Um, yeah. So follow me there. And I post, you know, a ton of I post promo codes for the show as well. So DM me, follow me, and 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 get 50% off tickets. And uh yeah. So I post a lot of other weird content, stand-up and sketch and all that stuff. So Hopefully you enjoy. Listen, can I tell you my favorite thing right now? Yeah. Just as our like, as our outro. My favorite thing is that we said, give us like a brief overview of the show. Oh my and God, they talked for over and, an hour. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing on the planet. I was like, I, just, I was like, how do I, I even, it. where do I even begin? You know? <laughs> no, it's perfect. Amazing. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, Maggie. <laughs> Thank Maggie you Lillet, so What a blast. Maggie, <laughs> Maggie Lillet. Yes. What a pleasure. Let me hear you say, hip, hip, hip. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we just like to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And this week, we want to shout out Al, who reached out to us on Instagram to say that as a heterosexual man, he loves our content um, and that he's listened to the School for Good and Evil episode about 100 times. So listen, Al, we're so happy you're here. That's so great. Honestly, I think this is the first time we've shouted out a heterosexual man in our <laughs> in our days of what an honor. What Al. an honor, what Al. An you honor. are our first heterosexual to get in the hip hip. We're gay. Yes. And I, it does you... make me happy to be like clearly like everyone loves us. Even the heteros. <laughs> Even the straights. And also Al requested that we talk about the Gap series. Listen, we just had uh, just had someone new join our Discord, too, talking about how much they love it. So it's on our list. We had, I don't think either of us have watched it yet. I, I don't think I haven't have, seen right, it. Really. So, yeah, I haven't either. So we'll try to get around to it. It's certainly going on our list. Don't you worry, Al. Don't you worry. Our extensive, extensive list. Also, we want to shout out Megan, who reached out also on Instagram with the most beautiful intro, first of all. Guys, ladies, thespians, lesbians, lend me your ears. Loved that. Incredible. To talk about how we talked about almost adults and we didn't talk about the gayest thing from the movie, which is the bed made from wood pallets. We have done a disservice to all of our listeners. You're so right, Megan. We're so sorry. We are so sorry. Thank you for sticking with us in this difficult time. But <laughs> thank you for reaching out. I do love I do love it when people reach out like to actually talk about the episodes because I'm like you're listening and we can talk about it so and listening carefully enough to tell us all the things to tell us the things we fucked up what more could we ask for really (laughs) I love it I love it and speaking of Patreon we would like to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons Mark Foster Tanya Ferguson Alana Rosen Lizette Stye Aidy Benitez 
Fiona W. And Sophia Phillips. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen. Leah Henley. Andrea Desset, And Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much for supporting us. We could not continue to make this show without you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Les Hangout Pod. Or you can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also are posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. Les Hangout is an independently produced show hosted by us with audio production by myself. Our production assistant is Kristen Murison and Twitter shenanigans by Lee Holmes Foster. If you want to help support our little independent team, the first way you can do that is free and easy. You can leave us a rating and a review on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. It helps new people find the show. If you have the means to support us financially, joining our Patreon is the best way to help support us. It's monthly revenue that we can count on to pay all of the people on our independent team. And you can join that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We do our best to give back to our patrons as much as possible with our Patreon-only Discord chat, our monthly bonus episodes you can only find on Patreon, and all kinds of other perks for our patrons. If you need to rock some Les Hangout merch, you can find all of our designs at our Tee Public store. You can get them on all sorts of things from t-shirts to sweatshirts to tank tops to totes and more. You can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. And remember, we have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find everywhere at Dollar Bean Proud. You can also check out our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can listen to all the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals like our upcoming show, Journey to the Heart, we are deep in recording sessions already. You can help us by joining our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.